What's happening somewhere is what God wants to happen here. To each his own. Don't get in a COVID argument with anybody. Don't get in a mask argument. Don't get in a vaccine argument with anybody. Don't get in any kind of argument with anybody. You got to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You've got to do what you feel is right for you and yourself. But everything you do, I will say this, it better be filtered through this or you are walking on thin ice. I can't tell you this. When Jesus was being tempted, please, God, help me to hurry. When Jesus was being tempted, he said this right here. The devil told him this. And you, you, know the, you know the scenery that was going on. He told Jesus, he said, now look, I, I can give you this right here. He said, everything in the world has been given to me. It's in my power. So the school system, the banking system, the entertainment system, the, the, the political system, the mainstream media system, everything in this world, and I mean everything, is under the power and control of Satan. He said it himself. Everything. Except for the real church. And we know that the gates of hell won't prevail against the church. But every other entity and institution and organization, Satan is in full control. Doesn't matter if it looks evil or not, or if it's user-friendly, or if it does a lot of good things or not. But ultimately, Satan is behind it all, folks. So what needs to be happening here is what's probably happening somewhere will take you straight to the story of Jonah. About three or four weeks ago, I had told Mackie, my brother, he's not with us today, but I told him and I told Nikki out there on the sidewalk, I said, when we open back up, we're going to do... Uh, the service is going to be on Jonah. Since then, there's been a movie on TVN that came out about a week ago or two weeks ago. I've heard two or three different messages by different preachers that's just come up. And then I, I, I've, I, people share devotions. Then I hear, my devotion today was this. My devotion today was this. I keep hearing it. So I, it's, not, it's not in my vocabulary to say that God don't want me to tell you this right here. In the book of Jonah, chapter 1, verses 1, 2, 3, quickly, because some of you may not know this, or if you're watching for the first time, we thank God you're here. But I want to tell you this. The Bible just says the word of the Lord came to Jonah, uh, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare, went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. And I can just imagine Jonah doing doing this and getting swallowed up by a whale. Oh. What is that, child? Oh, oh it burst. Oh. 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 What in the world, God? 
I know. I should have listened to you guys. I should have. You have 40 days, Nineveh. Nineveh, you have 40 days to repent. Nineveh, quit doing these bad things, wicked things. I think he's drunk. You have 40 days to repent or God's going to destroy the whole city. What is he talking about? God's going to destroy the whole city. You have 40 days. Quit doing wicked things. Hey, go fix that You got to stop. Just ignore it. You got to stop doing these wicked things. Oh, God, are you not listening to me? Sir, can you please quiet down? I'm trying to talk to my child. Yes, wouldn't you think so? If you don't get down from there, right? You got to repent. You got to ask God to forgive you. Why am I disrupting? I just came out of a well. I've walked. You have 40 days, I'm telling you. No matter what's wrong with me, I'm just doing what God told me to do. He told me to cry. On the city of Nineveh, you have 40 days to get ready. Repent, people. Repent. Quit doing this wicked stuff. Quit doing this wicked stuff, everyone. You have 40 days. And you, of all, you need to tell these people. You need to tell these people. You have 40 days. You have 40 days. You need to listen. Listen. Forty days. It's on a countdown. Forty days. It's on a countdown. Believe what you want. You better ask God to forgive you. Ask God to forgive you. Repent. And so Jonah did. The second time after he was regurgitated, vomited, whatever you would like to use that sounds not as ooey-gooey. And he listened to the Lord, and the fish spewed him out. He went the second time, and he made the cry. In 40 days, God is going to destroy. He's going to overthrow Nineveh. And the Bible tells us that after the Lord prepared the fish, and Jonah went and did what he was told to do, that... He simply found that the people responded to the outcry. I feel like that we, in a sense, have been in the, the belly of a fish for six months. I feel like we've been there and all kinds of things have gone on. Not seaweed or not any kind of other sea creature swimming around inside the belly of a whale, but I feel like that a lot of things have been going on for six months and God has prepared us and now God is spewing the church out to, to do something great and mighty in these last days because everybody that's listening right now, you know and you understand that's what's going on in our world, in our city, in our country, in our state. Oh, there's a lot of wickedness there, amen? Amen. There's so much more going on than just the pandemic. You, you would think sometimes, all things, I don't know that you've heard this on uh, secular outlets or not, but I just learned the other day of 39 children being locked up in a trailer down in Georgia somewhere. 
I don't know how much it was able to make its way into the news because there's important stuff being told on the news about people tearing up businesses and all these other things going on. And the world needs to know that because it's a better place when we know how businesses are being torn and people are rioting and people are looting. Amen. We need to know these things, church. Not. But all this is going on in the midst of all these other things that are happening. And God is wanting the church one time to realize, listen, maybe we didn't listen to God prior to March of this year. Maybe we missed a lot of evangelistic opportunities personally as a family and as a body of Christ. Maybe we did. Maybe we missed it somewhere. But I believe right now that we are here and God is releasing us. I believe this first Sunday that was not really scheduled by the pastor, I'll throw that in, for the 30th of August, I believe this is the day God is wanting the fish to open his mouth up and the people that are gathered here and even the people that are with us online, I believe he wants the mighty army to rise up and I believe he wants us to be dispersed in Nineveh all around us and let us know and let the world know that God loves them. They can be saved because their wickedness certainly has come up before God. And the wrath of God, as I told you Wednesday night, it is appointed, it's designated, it's spelled out in the book how it's going to happen, the timeline of it, of what will happen first, what will happen second, and so forth. But God has a time right now for all of us to come out and go to the Nineveh around us and let people know it's not too late to be saved. It's not too late to turn your life over to Jesus. It's not too late to get right. Today is still the day of salvation and I think it's time for us to pull the seaweed off once and for all and say, look, I'm going to do it in my mask. I'm going to do it without my mask. I'm going to do it at work. I'm going to do it while I'm waiting in line to get something. But I'm going to let people know that Jesus loves them and now is the time to call on the Lord while he may be found. Amen. 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 I want to tell you this. Listen. In Jonah 2 verse 1 the Bible just told us that Jonah prayed unto the Lord when he was in the belly because this is what we got to do. Process will never change. He prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly. And said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. A lot of you know another very famous passage of Scripture that's been quoted in six months, 2 Chronicles 7, 14. Sounds a lot like the story of Jonah here to me. If my people which are called by my name... What do they have to do first? We, we've got to humble ourselves. We've got to pray. We've got to fall on our face. We've got to seek his face. We've got to turn from our, what, our wicked ways. Wicked ways. And then what, would he, what did he say he would do? He said he would heal our land. You can see this playing out in the story of Jonah. When people prayed and the king prayed, the people prayed. You read it when you get home if you need to. Chapter 3, what happened? The people did pray. The people did repent. Everybody repented. And then God healed the land. You know what? Jonah didn't realize when he was running away from what God was wanting to do that he was running away from the greatest revival that would ever be recorded in the Bible. Uh, over 120,000 people 
repented and got right, the Word of God tells us. I'm telling you, I believe the 30,000 people we've been wanting to reach, I believe now is the time. I don't care how much social distancing we got to do, we can still reach them because there's still wickedness in the land and God wants people to be saved before it's too late. We just got to turn from our wicked ways. We've got to pray. We've got to seek His face. And then I think that God that's right there, that's no respect to person, I don't think He's going to do anything but heal our land. Amen. Because more than 720,000 people are around us. In fact, there's 7.5 billion people somewhere about in 2018. The number was calculated and God loves them. I believe, as I've told you, this is the second time that God is speaking to the people. I didn't know it would look like this. I didn't know the revival would be tucked away deep inside of fear, deep inside of pandemic, deep inside of unemployment, deep inside of foreclosure, deep inside of virtual learning. I didn't know that the revival that God was going to send this land would look like that and be tucked there. But somewhere, somewhere on the face of this earth, what's happening somewhere is somebody's on their knees. They're calling out to God because they believe more than what the mainstream media says. They believe God can heal the land. They believe God can cure the virus. They believe the vaccine's already been made. His name's Jesus. And all we got to do is go to the author and finisher of our faith. And friend, it can happen. I want you to pray with me, if you will, Father. I love you. I thank you. I thank you, God, for your word. I thank you, God, that I have that promise right. It's a promise, Lord. I want to be found on my face. I want to be found praying. I want to be found listening more to you than anybody or anything else, Lord. More than anything I Google, I want to be in your word, God. I pray, Lord, that it influences me more than anybody else. God, and if I ever have sinus trouble again, I pray that I will not embarrass you by giving credit to the devil. I repent openly, publicly. God, forgive me. I know better than that, Father. Can I get sick? I can, Lord. I realize that. I don't know the path you've laid out for me, but God, I know that if I do what you tell me to do, sick or healthy, I can be part of crying out to the Nineveh of this day, and I can see, Lord, thousands and thousands upon thousands come to know you, Lord, because I wake up and I get out of this fish's belly and I pull the seaweeds of this world off of me. God, I pray for any sinner that don't know you and they're, not, they're tired of hoping they get to heaven. God, help them to see all they got to do is call your name. Say, Jesus, I want to be saved. Forgive me of my sins. And God, you'll do just that. As you bow your head online, if you're not driving a vehicle, I'm going to ask you to be reverent. And I want you to close your eyes as well. And I want you to, before we pray, I want you to think about this statement that I'm making. And that is that God needs you right now because the wickedness is so bad. And, folks, I'm going to be honest with you. 
I prayed this week, God, take me. Lord, God, come and get us. Take your children home. I'm worried about my family, though, and I'm worried about my church family. I'm worried about people that maybe the Lord's not your first love. Might not be anybody here or even watching that fits that description, but the preacher worries a whole lot. And I've been doing a lot of praying because I know how the world, how the church is even being conditioned. See, we're not having to face what people in California are facing right now because we're not having to pay a big fine because we met together this morning. But there's a church right now having to do that. There's so much going on, folks. And I said this morning, the Bible talks about as we get closer and closer, there's going to be a great delusion that's going to take over and people are just going to be there. And I want you to know today, the way out of everything is Jesus Christ. Then you don't have to worry about anything. And all I have to do is humble myself, pray, me, seek his face. Say, God, where you need me today? What you want me to do? And the Bible says God will lead me where he wants. He orders our footsteps. So I want to tell you today that God needs you. He needs you at work. I know a lot of you students are online, but trust me, students manipulate social media and things online and they can be used by hell so I think we can be used by heaven we got to help Nineveh out folks we got to help Nineveh out hallelujah father we stand here this morning king of glory we come to you and I pray oh God in the name of Jesus that you would help every person in here, every person watching to know that all we have to do is focus on what matters when we die, what matters the most when we stand before you. And I pray, God, this week that this would go with us. You would bless the church. God, we would... We would read the book of Jonah this week. I pray, God, that we would be as careful about people's salvation as we are about sanitary things, Lord. I, I pray that no husband, daddy, mama, uncle, aunt, anybody that has control over children or a family or a home would not let a single night go by that they don't read a devotion, a scripture, and have prayer, God. I pray, God. And I pray, Lord, that you would anoint us to do the work of an evangelist. Lord, all that you do, we're going to give you praise. And I thank you for what you're doing. Use us, God. And God, I pray we would get the the mindset of wanting to be used. Let the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, 
be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer.